Hey guys, welcome to the Bookkeeper Basecamp podcast. This show is for virtual bookkeepers who are starting, growing, and scaling online bookkeeping businesses. I'm your host, Kimberly Stevenson. Let's dive in and see what we're talking about in today's episode. Hey there, it's me, Kimberly, or Coach K to my clients and the members of our free Facebook community. Welcome to another episode of the Bookkeeper Base Camp podcast. Today's episode features a very special guest, the one and only Nicole Barham, founder of the highly successful, incredible virtual financial services brand, The 5-Minute Bookkeeper. Nicole is sharing her story with us today of how she launched her business despite the struggles that she faced in her previous business venture and how building a solution for herself morphed into the user-friendly virtual bookkeeping solution that is creating buzz throughout the online business space, you guys. Now, this episode is part inspiration motivation, part technical, part strategy, and all evolutionary because you guys know how we do. I wanted to bring Nicole on the show to show just how critical it is for the survival of this industry for us to assess, to strategize modernization plans, and to evolve so that we can all elevate in our businesses. You know, there's this quote that I love. It's attributed to John F. Kennedy, and it goes, a rising tide lifts all boats. Well, I want you guys to think of this episode as that tide, that tide that you've been waiting for. The tide that's going to help you get unstuck. Now, Nicole Barham is a powerhouse in this industry, so I know that you're going to love hearing her story. So grab a cup of tea, sit back, and enjoy listening in on our really cool chat. Oh, and before I let you go, do us a favor and be sure to subscribe and leave us a five-star rating and a positive review in Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us. I'd really appreciate it. Okay, now... I'll see you on the other side of the episode. Hey, Nicole, how are you? Hi, Kimberly. Thank you so much for having me. I am so good. Thank you so much for agreeing to have this conversation. Listen, let me just start off by telling you, I have wanted to talk to you for a long time, (laughs) a really long time. So I'm super excited that you agreed to have this chat with me today. So you ready to get started? Looking forward to it. Yeah. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. So in the um, before we, we jumped on, I actually did share with our audience a little bit about your background, but I'm really curious to know how you found yourself in this place. So your brand is the five minute bookkeeper, right? Did I get that right? Yes. Okay. And so I would love to hear about how you found yourself in this spot right right now. So Kimberly, like a lot of people, we usually find solutions for things that we are looking for, right? So I really and truly, and let's go back a little bit. Um, my background is accounting. So I started my my career in accounting many moons ago. And um, so I've always been like a numbers person, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I've all, always had the entrepreneurial bug where I wanted to start my own business. And I started my own business a few years ago, going really well. Even though my background was accounting, I did not pay attention to the finances, right? And so 
everything went down the toilet. My I, I lost my business, found myself in debt, had to end up filing bankruptcy and was forced to look at the finances, mm -hmm. right? So that's kind of where it started, where I had to be in the finances. I'm like, you know what? I know how to do this. I did this for years for my employer. Let me do this for myself. Mm -hmm. And so I started to be on top of my finances and got to the point where, you know, we were, we started to save again. My husband and I started to save again. Our finances were looking great. We were, we weren't happy when we started it, but we definitely got to a point where we were like, oh, these are looking good, loving it. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of my, a short version of my quote unquote origin story where I was looking for a solution and kind of created it myself. Right. Okay. And even years later, I'm like, other people must need this. Let me go find a solution to help them. I was looking and looking, could not find anything. So I kind of created my own. Okay. I love that. And so, so you, you were in business for yourself and had some of the same struggles that most of your clients probably have today. Yes. Most of our clients in the, in the industry have not focusing on the numbers. And because of that mistake, it causes some problems, right? And so yes. you recognized a need in yourself. Yes. <laughs> and then you also realized that if you were having that problem, and I assume, I'm going to assume, was your initial business in the finance space? Were you doing something different? No, I was doing something different. Obviously. I was different. I was actually um, learning how to be an affiliate marketer online. Okay. Okay. So here's a secret. Here's a, here's a bit of transparency about me. And about so many people who I see in this space, because I get to talk to a lot of virtual bookkeepers, even finance pros, money pros, sometimes mm -hmm. don't pay as much attention to our own finances <laughs> as we should because yeah. we're so busy taking care of our other clients. Not because we don't have the know-how right. like you, right? Not because you don't know how to do it, but because you're so busy and swamped with taking care of other people that your stuff tends to be on the back burner. So. I completely understand how you can find yourself kind of just like behind the eight ball yeah. and then realizing, okay, I got to get this stuff together because this ain't going to work, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, our brand, you and I've talked a bit, and my brand is Bookkeeper Evolution, right? And so I focus primarily on helping virtual bookkeepers sort of modernize their thinking, right? Really wow. understanding that the traditional model of, of bookkeeping, of providing bookkeeping services, accounting services, tax services, what have you, doesn't necessarily work when you really want to mo meet most of your potential clients and serve your audience online, right? So that traditional model that you have to be open to really thinking, you know, not even in the what, 21st century, what century are we in? <laughs> Whatever century we're in. We're still in 20, are we in 21st? I think so. I think it's 21st century. Yes. Right? So like really kind of just bringing yourself up to date on digital marketing techniques and the idea of how today's business owners think and what their needs are, where their pain points truly are. And that doesn't always align to that traditional, well, send me your receipts in a shoebox or in yeah. a bag or whatever. <laughs> it doesn't always align to, to that way of doing business, right? And so that's really why from a 
like a the the mindset transition that you needed to make and how you wanted to market to your clients and then fulfill on those services was why I wanted to talk with you. So let's let me slow down and and, and ask some questions. Yeah. Who do you serve primarily? Who's your client base typically? Yeah, so typically my client base um is online service-based online women entrepreneurs. Okay. Um and again, I chose that that niche because of myself. Like I was that person who needed the help and I just couldn't find something that I could I liked. And I it's funny that you spoke about the shoebox with the receipts and the mm-hmm. bag with the receipts, right? Because that was what I was encountering. I was encountering systems that, you know, that was built for that kind of that person. And and I'm like, no, but I want it to be user friendly. I, I want something user friendly. I want something that I can understand, but my client can also understand. I want something that my client could all could also use, right? Because I did not want to be a traditional bookkeeper where I had like clients, tons of clients, and my business was my company was doing all the work, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. that's why I wanted to, because I knew they were online. Like if I had a really simple solution, I could serve a lot more of them by teaching them how to how to do their own bookkeeping, right? So that's the that's my my niche. And the reason why I did that is because I knew that it was easier to reach them. Right. Yeah. So what it, what I think I'm hearing you say is because you said you didn't want to be doing a lot of the heavy lifting, like the work of it all. One of the things I talk about a lot is when, when finance professionals leave corporate and they want to start their own business, what we tend to fall into, fall prey to, is creating another job. Mm-hmm. For ourselves, right. And it sounds like you realized early enough this that's not what I want. Like that's 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 not the game I'm trying to play. No, different. Because I was yeah. used to passive income. I was mm-hmm. used to my other business. I could be anywhere and I was making money. I could get pings, payments were being made. I didn't have to sit with the client. Everything was automated, right? So I love that business model because the, the, the income was like limitless. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to, you know, continue to, I love that model, wanted to continue to use that business model, but in a different way where I was helping, um, helping professionals with their uh, entrepreneurs, with their bookkeeping or with their finances. And, and that's so, to me, that's so normal. Like it's so, it's a natural way to think. Yeah. But I've always told people I've never been your average accountant, right? Like I may have an accounting degree and my master's is a concentration in accounting. I've been an account an accountant for 30 some odd years. I'm telling my age here, right? <laughs> but I've never been your everyday accountant. I've 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 always had the entrepreneurial spirit myself, much like you. And so it's normal for me to think that way. But I recognize that for so many of us in this space, it's not what we're used to. It's not what we've been trained to do. We don't naturally have those those particular strengths. If you've done the Clifton Strengths Finder, like your strengths may not be, you know, futuristic or visionary. Like mine, mine is very, very different than like I have no idea how I even became an accountant to be honest with you. I feel like yeah. I probably like, was, went down the wrong path. 
because that skill is very execution based and maybe relationship building and like, you know, action, action. So futuristic are usually people who are like thinking a, a lot, you know, coming up with a lot of ideas. Yeah, that's yeah. interesting. Which it, it makes it tough because it's like this, the, I always struggle with there's got to be a better way. Mm-hmm. Like, and, you know, most people are like, Kim, can you just slow down? Can we just do it the way we've always done it? And I'm thinking to myself, no, we can't do it that way because that just doesn't make sense to me. But anyway, I digress. So in the be- in the beginning, when I introduced you, we talked about how amazing your business is, right? But in your own words, Share with our audience, what does success mean or look like for the five-minute bookkeeper? Tell us about kind of where you started and maybe in the last few years, kind of like what the, you don't have to share, we're not talking about income reports or anything like that. You don't have to share anything you're not comfortable with, but tell us a little bit about the difference between when you first started and after you made that decision to do things the way you do them and to change your, to, to produce the business model that you've created. Like, what does that mean for your business right now? Oh my goodness. First of all, when I just started, um, I want, I created the systems that mm-hmm. I found user-friendly. I wanted to use those. Um, I tried to look at, as I said, other software, bookkeeping platforms, did not like them. And then I started my business. I'm like, listen, I know a lot more people need this. I don't know where I'm going to find them, but I know they're out there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I started to be on social media. I I used to be in social media for my other business, running Facebook ads, all kinds of stuff. So I kind kind of, you know, knew about that space already. And so I went out there and started to talk about my finance programs. I can help you stay on top of your personal and your business finances. I'll help you get ready for tax season. And I didn't even call it bookkeeping. I was just like, I'll help you with your finances, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But the thing about people, as you and I know, they do not like to let you into their finances, let you see behind the curtain. It's like, like yes, (laughs) it's like, like, you know, opening the skeleton in their their closets, right? Mm -hmm. And so it was very um, challenging to get clients that way. And so I was doing this as a side hustle and, um, you know, thinking I need to figure out a way to make more money. Because at the time, my um, I was working a, a full-time job. My commute to Miami was a three-hour round-trip commute. Yikes. You lived in Miami. You know how the traffic I is. I do. <laughs> and so <laughs> I was, um, you know, I was looking at this and I'm like, how can I turn this, you know, side hustle into my main hustle, mm-hmm. right? And so I was kind of continuing to look for ideas. Mm-hmm. And so wasn't making much money with my side hustle, but I did get a couple clients to help them with their finances. And then um, really started to look online and join programs that were talking about creating courses, you know, and I'm like, okay, great. I could create a course and listen to what I did, Kimberly. You're going to laugh at me. I created a course to teach people how to create the systems that I was creating. (laughs) Wow. And then. Okay, wait. Yes. Okay. All right. Okay. I need y'all audience members listening. I need y'all to pick up what Nicole is laying down. So she created a course to teach people to do what she was already doing. And wait for it. She's getting ready to tell you why I I might laugh at her. So tell us. 
<laughs> because I was like, you know, I'm looking at him like this course, it's so easy. But then my friends will come in and they're like, it's not that easy to create it from scratch. Mm-hmm. Especially when you don't have the background. Exactly. This has been my background. Mm-hmm. I used to do, I used to work with in corporate and I was doing advanced Excel formulas. Mm-hmm. Now I wanted to teach people advanced Excel form people who don't even know basic Excel. <laughs> and they're like, oh no, baby, Mm-mm. I'm not even trying. Like, yeah. sell what? No. <laughs> and I created the entire course, by the way. So then when, when I got my beta testers, they were like, I'm, I, I'm not going to do this. Mm-hmm. And they did not finish the course. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, Nicole, back to the drawing board. And so what I, I knew there was a solution, right? I knew because I knew how my financial life had turned around. Mm-hmm. And so I knew that there was, a there has to be a way, right? There has mm-hmm. to be a way for me to get people to get the results that I was getting. Mm-hmm. And so I um, joined a, a, another community online. This time, this was my third community. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm in there and the person said, and the coach said, create something once and sell that over and over again. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that was the course I was creating, <laughs> but mm-hmm. nobody's going to use it. But then I said to myself once, you know, I'm thinking, I'm like, Nicole, why don't you sell the end product? Come Just on, a come blank through. template. <laughs> come through. Come through. <laughs> yeah. Why, do, why are you reinventing the wheel? Why, like, why do you want every single person mm-hmm. to reinvent the wheel that you've already created? Mm-hmm. Right. So that's when I was like, that's it. I'm going to package this complete, you know, five minute bookkeeper. And mm-hmm. at that time it was just the spreadsheet that I was doing. Right. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. they literally just enter their data and it's, it's spat out their, their P&L. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. like, perfect. And then the name um, came to me in the shower, like every single good agreement. <laughs> something about that water hitting the list. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> something about that water Mm-hmm. That I'm like five minute bookkeeper. It just literally like I never I didn't brainstorm like 20 different names, nothing. Mm-hmm. It just came to me and I jumped out of the shower, Kimberly. <laughs> trying not to slip. <laughs> yes. Trying not to write it down, not not trying to write it down so I don't forget it. Mm-hmm. And um, and the rest, as they say, is history. Wow. Um, that first month, so uh, I was in say 2020 by June. July I launched because I'm mm-hmm. also like a my top strength. Quick start. Talk about I'm a quick start <laughs> execute. Like execution is three of my top five. Okay. Clifton strengths mm-hmm. and relationship building. Okay. Is, so those are my things. That's my, funny because I tell all the people, everybody that I tell about my 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 results. Like I think I don't have an execution bone in my body. Like <laughs> I am all strategy and like just ideation and that sort of thing. But the detail, I told you, I was, I don't know how I became an accountant, but keep yeah, going. right? <laughs> Ideation for me, by the way, was 34. Wow. It's so wow. rude. 34. <laughs> That's the last one. <laughs> I don't execute. So we, we balance each other out. Right. <laughs> so, um, so anyway, I, you know, went into the community and I'm like, what do you think about this name? Mm-hmm. This is what it does. You, you get the system. You spend five minutes a day, you update your finances. And by the, before the end of the year, you'll have your PL to mm-hmm. file your taxes, 
you don't have to be scrambling to the tax deadline. Mm-hmm. Everybody was like, oh my gosh, yes, 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 yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Validation. I never did that for the other course. Mm-hmm. I just built this big old course and nobody wanted and it. I hope that they would come. Hope, I'm exactly. going to build it and I hope they'll come. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they never usually come. Mm-hmm. Right. So then I built this, this thing and people, it was like flying off the shelves. Wow. Wow. That first year or that first half a year I made in my, my business, mm-hmm. the, the, what I made in my, my job for the entire year. I've come through. Listen, yeah. listen, <laughs> that's what I love. Yeah. So, and so I said to my husband, I'm like, listen, this looks lucrative. I could do this all this day, every day. Yes. This looks really promising. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to quit my job. Now, my poor husband, you know, the <laughs> PTSD started setting in. Mm-hmm. We had to file bankruptcy. You tried mm-hmm. this thing already. Mm-hmm. Sorry. My son's um, speech, my son Brandon's speech um, alarm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, he said, so, we tried this thing already. Like, no, nah, we're, uh, we, we're not doing this. No. <laughs> Wait, wait, because I know a little bit about your where you're from and, yeah. and you guys have probably picked up on Nicole's beautiful accent. Your <laughs> husband is your husband West Indian as well? Is yeah, he he's Jamaican too. Yes. So listen, I was I was married to a Jamaican man for a long time. And mm-hmm. if your husband is anything like mine, I know he wasn't <laughs> having any part of that in the beginning. <laughs> nope. No parts. He wanted mm-hmm. no parts of this other business that I'm about mm-hmm. to start. Mm-hmm. And this was just go like- get a job. Yes. To keep your and, job. <laughs> and he's like, what's wrong with your job? You love your job. We're making, you know, we're making money we're, and I'm making money. And, and he was not gonna, yeah. you yeah. know what I had to do, Kimberly? I had to show him how much money I was making. Mm-hmm. And then I had to save up six months of mm-hmm. my salary. Listen, I can say, okay, we have a six month cushion. Mm-hmm. And if after four or five months, we're not bringing in any money. I'm going to go back to work. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's how I got him to buy in. Like really, like he wasn't all the way in, but he's like, okay, mm-hmm. let's see. You got six right. months. <laughs> you got six months. <laughs> exactly. Um, and I didn't blame him because you know how it is. And he has this mentality. He's not an entrepreneur. He does mm-hmm. not want to be an entrepreneur. He loves what he does. Mm-hmm. And so he doesn't understand this right. bug that I have and this passion that I have. Mm-hmm. Um, and also. I just wanted to, I look at my son, Brandon, who is on the autism spectrum. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I want to provide the most amazing life for this little boy. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I want his therapists to come during the daytime. Mm-hmm. I'm doing this recording and he's with his therapist right now. I love it. Right. I love it. Usually. Isn't that a beautiful feeling to know yeah. that you can be there to support the people who you love and who yes. need you the most. Yeah. You, you don't have to worry about that three-hour round-trip commute every day and oh not gosh. being able to be with him when he needs to in the other room. You yeah. know, I just love that. Yeah, absolutely. And the thing is, because we had the long commute, his therapist used to be after work. Mm-hmm. Now imagine you're coming home after three hours in traffic or, or hour and a half in traffic mm-hmm. and then having to talk to yeah. this person that you don't want to do what they, yeah. they're telling you to do, right? You just want to relax and watch some mm-hmm. cartoons or whatever. It's later um, in the day. Yes. You know, he has, he probably, you know, feels like, you know, it, it's, it's harder for me to do certain things anyway. And yes. now you want me to wait until six o'clock. Yes. Like I'm done. Like I'm done. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like I had a long day. Done, right. <laughs> done too. 
Yeah, exactly. And so um, I wanted to have him do his therapist during the day. Mm -hmm. He was still, you know, refreshed and up. Mm -hmm. And so there are so many things that I wanted to do that we could not do because of the lack of money, right? Mm -hmm. And the time, you know, Mm -hmm. the lack of time. Mm -hmm. And so, um, and I, I'm, I'm going to say time is even more important than money because, Mm -hmm. you know, you can make more money, but you can't make more time. Right. Um, So, yeah. So that was also one of my driving forces. I'm like, okay, when I quit this job, I am not going back. Mm -hmm. Right. So I have to make sure that this business works. Mm -hmm. So that was the first year, really happy cruising along, making, you know, my, what I made in my day job. Mm -hmm. And then in 20, that was 2020. Mm-hmm. 2021, we became a multiple six-figure business. <laughs> multiple six-figure. For those of you who are just listening, <laughs> and you y'all better catch this on the YouTube channel so y'all can see my my facial expressions because girl, yeah. did you say that again? <laughs> multiple six, not even six figures. Because listen, I would have been happy with another another sixty thousand, mm-hmm. which is what I was making at mm-hmm. my job. Mm-hmm. I would have been happy with it. I would have been happy with a hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But when we got to two hundred thousand and we kept going, mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" And let me tell you, Kimberly, we are on social media. We're connected on social media. Mm-hmm. You see my clients; mm-hmm. they are they love you. They absolutely they love, love you, and they love your product. They love your service. Yes, yeah, and, and- I'm. Like- you're one of, of you know, the, I can probably count on, okay, I'm gonna give it two hands and maybe a foot or something. <laughs> like the, the people in my circle who are ex- experiencing that level of not just financial success, but adoration and, mm-hmm. you know, um, genuine support and love from their audience from their their networks like I can count it's very few people who I can actually say that about which tells me that the work that we are trying to do in bookkeeper base camp through bookkeeper evolution is necessary because <laughs> there's still so much room for growth yeah. for money pros that are in this particular space right um there's most people I think, well, the software programs and, you know, the big CPA firms, whatever, they're going to just, they're putting us out of business because they're, you know, moving into our territory and that sort of thing. Uh-uh. <laughs> no, it's all about how you make things work for you, which yeah. is what you're explaining can happen. You're proof. You are the validation that someone else in this community needs. Mm. And that's why I wanted to talk to you. Oh, that's why I wanted to talk I to you. That. So we've talked about the decisions that you made. We've talked about the investments that you made in yourself, whether it's money, time, whatever it takes, right? To get to, to where you are today. Mm-hmm. And we've talked a little bit, you know, um, about the values that drive you, right? So family, you've talked about the importance of being there for your family um, and wanting to just spend more time with the people who love you and who you love. And I'd love to end with like the attitude or the mindset. A lot of people call it the mindset that you had in the beginning versus 
where it is today and maybe what some of that transition, if there's been a transition, maybe you've always had the mindset that you have today or where there's some things that you really learned along the way. It's like, you know what? I need to embrace that. I need to, you know, circle the wagons around that particular thing and build that up within myself. So can we talk a little bit about the mindset or the attitude? Yeah, for sure. So um, my mindset, you know, mindset shift or mind shift journey uh, started in like maybe 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. when I found network marketing. Mm-hmm. Now I know a lot of people have a lot of bad things to say about network marketing, but let me tell you, the mindset work to become a network marketer mm-hmm. is second to none. Mm-hmm. Like you literally, like I said to somebody recently, you if you have never made eye contact with somebody on the subway platform in New York, and have them come be and be able to talk to them and invite them to a meeting next week, mm-hmm. then you you have some mindset work to do. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. is because I'm gonna tell you, you know, I started in the network marketing game a long time ago as mm-hmm. well. And the and and it will do a few things. It's gonna help you build a thick skin. Yes. You'll get used to hearing no, yes. right? And so many of us aren't that's our biggest problem. We're too afraid to hear the word no. Um, it's going to teach you how to sell is sell yourself, you know, communicate better, make eye contact with people, not be afraid to talk to people, (laughs) introduce yourself, like, you know, and to be able to do it on the New York subway platform. Listen, listen, (laughs) whole nother level, right? Whole different level for (laughs) sure. (laughs) So that's what, so that's where my, my journey, um, into like, reading Think and Grow Rich and, you know, all these personal development um, Mm -hmm. books and seminars and all kinds of stuff. So that's where it started. But let me tell you something about moving from a multiple five figure Mm -hmm. to a multiple six figure business. Mm -hmm. You are not prepared. (laughs) Let me tell you, it's a different ball game. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. and it's a different mind mindset that you, you have to like up level because I'm like, oh, I'm really good. The yeah, I know about personal development. I'm good with this. I'm good with that. But when you are an actual CEO, mm-hmm. right? When you're in network marketing, there's a whole company and you just have to introduce people. They buy, you get your commission or your mm-hmm. you know payments and you're good. Mm-hmm. You're making decisions about sales and marketing, hiring, firing, you know, every single thing in your business, you're, you're now becoming a CEO, like a real CEO, because mm-hmm. now your business is growing mm-hmm. and now you have to kind of shift from the employee or solo entrepreneur mm-hmm. into, you know, building a team, mm-hmm. outsourcing, trusting mm-hmm. people, like so many things, right? Girl, you just, you just gave folks my the whole bookkeeper profit pad. <laughs> in, a, in like two minutes, you're good with the, the the five minutes, two minutes. Like you just did the whole bookkeeper profit path from novice to bookkeeper CEO yes. in less than a minute because that's what it's about. Like recognizing yeah. those shifts that you have to take at every step in that journey, right? Yeah, for sure, and each step is a shift, and mm-hmm. each step is a getting used to because mm-hmm. we're humans and we. We love to do things that we're used to doing. And right? we take yeah. the same fruits every day. We do the same things. We eat the same foods, right? 
Um, you, you have a community of bookkeepers. I'm telling you 90% of the time, every single month, your client has the same expenses, mm-hmm. right? The same things happening every month. So we're used to routine. Mm-hmm. And when we have to kind of change that routine and think differently and act differently and, you know, like it's, it's a whole, like, that's a whole nother part of podcast episode, Kimberly. Yeah. And so the mind shift from building a, 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 that five figure to six figures. And now I'm setting my sights on a million dollar business. I love it. That- <laughs> we, I, we just need more people to say it. They need to hear it. Mm-hmm. So we can recognize the possibility. Yes, for sure. You, you said you are moving, you are working your way towards a million dollar business. Yes. And you're going to get there. Absolutely. I 100% believe that, right? And um, and so an, another mind shift coming, right? So if you're not willing and open to changing yourself constantly, and being uncomfortable, being comfortable, being uncomfortable, you ain't going to make it. <laughs> not going to happen. You so, got to get comfort zone. You got to yeah. get comfort zone. Yeah, absolutely. And some people will maybe not agree with me and they're like, you know, you don't want people to feel, you know, um, you know, to, to do things that make them feel uncomfortable and make them feel, you know, be somebody else or whatever. And sometimes that's what you got to do, especially if you have your goals, right? And I have my sights set on my goals. Mm-hmm. Okay, what do I want? I'm not worried about what do I need to do to get, like how uncomfortable it's going to be to get there. Mm-hmm. I just want to get there. That's right. That's right. right. That's yes. right. And so. what you're doing, essentially, it's not about being someone else. The way I see it is, like, have you ever seen the memes where the young lady is looking in the mirror and she sees a different picture or person in the mirror than, than who she truly is, or the, yeah. I've seen it as like a, a, a kitten looking in the mirror. Yeah, and I'm seeing like a big lion, lion right? Yes. Right. Yes. And so it's not necessarily, I don't think of that as not being yourself. I think that that is authentically who you are. It is your potential. It is your destiny, but you have to have the mindset and, and the belief system in place that you can see that that's where you're going. That's who you are meant to be. That's who you were put on this earth to become. And like you said, it's the, the you don't worry about how difficult or challenging it may be to get there. You focus on what it's going to be like when you're there and yes. you act as if and embody who you're meant to be yep. before you may be experiencing it. Like that's the whole point of, affirmations and mm-hmm. you know all of that kind of stuff like you just have to embody who you already are because that person is is in you absolutely and embrace the journey to that person too yeah right the good the bad the mistakes the yes. pitfalls all of it all of it because it's necessary. necessary yes your bankruptcy absolutely. was necessary yes our mistakes my bankruptcy long before I ever started business my divorce it was all a necessary part of the journey to get me to where I am today. Yes. And I I, think when people realize that, that's when they can release like their 
fist, their fingers from yes. her, like, let go. I need yeah. you to like pull your fingers off. Let go a little bit, right? Because yeah. we tend to be so risk averse, right? As yeah. we're we're taught to be conservative. And sometimes I think we we take that way too far. But Absolutely. That's, Absolutely. That's another whole nother podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so listen, I know you've got things to do. So let's start to wrap up a little bit. I so appreciate you being here with me today. So if there were one nugget, one piece of advice you can leave our audience with today um, in terms of really like getting your attitude, your mindset, taking that, you know, being willing to have the shifts that need to be taken. What would you share with folks? Um, I think for me, I, I would, for what works for me, and I know it works for you is stop waiting. Stop sitting on your ideas. Yeah, I, there's so many people who are like, I'm going to wait till the idea is perfect and the conditions are perfect. Mm-hmm. Everything's perfect. And then I'm going to start to do this thing. But let me tell you something. If you look at a lot of entrepreneurs journey, mm-hmm. they will tell you that they tweaked, they tested, they failed, they added, they removed, they there's so much, you know, there's so many moving parts mm-hmm. when it comes to your, like bringing your idea into to fruition, right? Mm-hmm. Into the world. Mm-hmm. And don't be afraid to fail and make mistakes in public. Mm-hmm. I've seen some of the people that I admire the most who, ha- are, who have, who own multi-million, billion dollar business, mm-hmm. who, are, who were willing, who are willing to fail mm-hmm. and continue fail forward they fail are, forward right? yes so continue on failing and continuing on because that is that is um lesson you're learning a lesson okay yeah. that didn't work let me not do that again let me do this thing over check here. that one off my list we won't do that again right <laughs> exactly and keep it moving right brush exactly. it off and yes. keep it moving and don't beat yeah. yourself up in the process yeah. because failure is a part is a part of the journey right absolutely absolutely like nobody ever made anything just think about the first car or the first, you know, um, anything, anything. They, you know, there were, there were always like many different iterations, right? Like nobody has ever built something one time and it worked and it was the end of the journey. Absolutely. And that's what we have to think of our, I guess a, a good way to think of these businesses is a science experiment yes. of some sort, right. Or a physics yep. experiment of some sort, like you've got to test, you've got to go into the lab mm-hmm. and try some things and hope you don't burn the lab down, but you know, <laughs> just keep going, like keep yeah. testing. Okay. So that didn't work. And, and, and literally like check that off your list. We won't do that. And let's change this piece of the puzzle or this piece of the pie and see what fits. And that's how you get to your, to your end result. Right. Absolutely. So yeah, just definitely if you, you know, whether you want to be a bookkeeper or a finance professional, whatever it is, and there's always help out there. Like I know people are thinking that they have to know every single thing before they start, but mm-hmm. you, you have clients who probably are brand new, right. Mm-hmm. Or have some experience or advanced, whatever it is, Absolutely. there are people to help you. And I, I do lean into my community and I do look for help all the time. I love it. I love it. You've shared. I think so I gave two things. <laughs> much that listen, listen. I'm so grateful. I really, truly am. You've shared so much wisdom and knowledge, um, and I believe that this. I truly believe this conversation is going to help some people, and I know 
folks are going to want to reach out to you because they're going <laughs> to be in your orbit. And so how do we, how do we connect with you? Absolutely. So on Instagram, which is like the easiest way to connect with me, um, I'm at five minute bookkeeper. So the number five minute bookkeeper, um, okay. and of course they can always go to the website, five minute bookkeeper.com and check it out. Okay. And we will definitely share your, you know, how to connect with Nicole. You guys will share that in the show notes so you can reach out to her and, and just see her for the inspiration that she truly is. And, um, you know, the, the, what we haven't talked about today and we won't go into it right now, but the other thing I want everyone to be thinking about is that there are, there's enough business out here for all of us. There's enough opportunity for collaboration even within our space, right? So a lot of times when you see people that are working together, oftentimes in communities, it is, they're, they're doing something totally different. But I believe, <laughs> I feel like I like my dad, the preacher right now, <laughs> I believe that there is opportunity for collaboration amongst finance professionals, amongst yeah. bookkeepers to figure out, hey, here's my niche, here's your niche, here's what you do well, you're great at systems, I may be great at fulfillment. I might be great at something else and where we can come together as a community and serve all the people. And so I want you all to connect as much as possible. And so we'll definitely share, um, share your contact information in the show notes. And let me just say, as someone who has lived in Florida three times (laughs) and for a large chunk of my life, uh, was married into a Jamaican family, Sitting here talking to you today has me craving some good old oxtails, oh. <laughs> rice and peas, and um, listen. So oh, I, I have it. to go find the Jamaican restaurant for dinner tonight and yes. go feed my <laughs> spirit <laughs> or some brown stew chicken or something. Yes. Oh my gosh. Let me tell you, you just you just like maybe want to just go get some oxtail and brown stew chicken. <laughs> It's been so much fun, Nicole. Thank you so much for sharing with us. Um, if there's anything, any way that our community can ever serve you to, um, you know, help you, please let us know. We are definitely open to connecting um, and staying in touch. Okay. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me, Kimberly. This was amazing. <laughs> it was a great conversation. So that's it, you guys. Thanks so much for joining us for another episode of the Bookkeeper Base Camp podcast. Remember, as always, be proactive, be productive, be profitable. We'll see you on the next episode. Ciao for now. Well, that's it. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Bookkeeper Base Camp podcast. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to rate, subscribe, and leave us a positive review. This will help other virtual bookkeepers like you find the show and learn how they can become a bookkeeper CEO too. And if you want to hear more from me, be sure to follow Spark Hustle Flow across all social media channels, or you can simply search hashtag Bookkeeper Basecamp. And don't forget, you can always come hang out with us over in the free Bookkeeper Basecamp Facebook group. We'd love to have you there. So that's it for this episode. Remember, as always, be proactive, be productive, be profitable, and we'll see you next time.